Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Happy Sunday morning. Day two of divisional playoffs. Uh, today we'll have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Detroit Lions. And a rematch yet again in the playoffs where the Chiefs will go this time to Buffalo. Snowy Buffalo once again. Wiz, good morning. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Exciting. Uh, that was an exciting uh, game in the back game. That was a tough one. A real tough one if you uh, wanted to see the Packers advance. <clears throat> they had a couple opportunities to really kind of put their you know, foot on the neck of the of the Niners, a few opportunities where they had a seven-point lead and the ball, and Jordan Love made a couple of out-of-character out of throws that uh, he hasn't been making, you know, since, like, the middle of the season. And uh, overall, a, you know, a very productive, promising season for the Packers, but um, one that they may look back on and kind of, like, uh, have a little bit of regret that they couldn't finish the 49ers off. Yeah, they outplayed the 49ers. Uh, I mean, look at Aaron Jones, five straight games over 100 yards, that huge run late in the game. If the if San, if San Fran gets put away at that point in time with a touchdown uh, by the Packers, that's it, game over. And then Carlson misses the kick, and obviously they come down, they score. Uh, San Fran I'm talking about uh, is Christian McCaffrey's second touchdown. And like you said, you know, kind of uncharacteristic throw. But, I, you know, I'm not going to put this one on Jordan Love. Jordan Love's had an amazing season. He actually played very solid over most of the game. You know, the amazing thing was between Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud yesterday against both of those defenses, neither one of those quarterbacks were sacked, uh, which is quite impressive, quite, you know, to see the composure of these young guys. And, uh, you know, I think in the case of both the Packers and the Texans, uh, there is a very, very bright future with a lot of young talent and, and the ability to maneuver, like we said, uh, with those rosters financially. So tough games. I, I will say, Wiz, I think, you know, rust was evident in the first half for sure uh, with the Ravens. Uh, and I think throughout the game yesterday for San Francisco, uh, there's something to be said because both of those teams sat most of their starters in week 18. So it's been a while that they saw some game action. Uh, Lamar Jackson certainly came to life, a humongous game from him, especially in the second half. And, and the Ravens uh, put that stamp on um, stamp on that football game, and I think we both kind of felt strongly about kind of the direct directionally where that game was going, and ended up playing out that way. Last night's game a little bit more with the weather impacting that game because the rain at times last night was 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 kind of vicious. So, but yeah, two terrific seasons for the two losers, and obviously the two winners uh, move on home field advantage. Uh, certainly, the Debo Samuel situation needs to be watched. Uh, could be a hairline fracture, which would be a repeat injury. Uh, for Samuel, and you know that's very impactful when it comes to him being out of the lineup, and what it means from a production standpoint, both points scored and uh, and yards per play. So something that we'll be watching. Uh, but nonetheless, we're getting on to football today. The Detroit Lions uh, hosting another football game. They had a chance to host a third one if they had won today, but San Fran pulled the game out. Um, this is a repeat game. Wiz, uh, twenty to six win early in the season in Tampa Bay. Uh, it was in Week Six. So. With that, where do you see this game going for the five and a half point to six spread? It keeps wobbling back and forth. Right now it's six, and the over-under is 49 and a half for Tampa Bay, Detroit. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> unlike um, the game last week for the Lions where it's 
it's pretty obvious that uh, the Rams are susceptible to the run and the the Packer and the Lions are going to ground and pound them. <clears throat> I, I see it a little differently this week. Um, I don't really have a view on the side. I think the line is is right, um, but I, I want to play over in this game. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about the over in this game, 49 and a half points. I think Tampa Bay is going to really challenge Goff to beat them, throwing the ball. Uh, they're going to play a lot of guys at the line of scrimmage. They're really going to come after Goff, which is a really good way. You know, if you you know if you like the over, you want to see that because you know you want to see you know big chunk plays made in the passing game. And I think <clears throat> Tampa Bay is going to give Detroit that opportunity to see if Goff can do that to them over and over again. So. For me, I don't really have a view on the side of the game, but I want to play over 49 and a half. And <clears throat> also, I don't want to leave out Baker Mayfield, who is just playing tremendous football as well. Um, and I think they're going to throw the ball um, as well in this game. So for me, over 49 and a half is the play in terms of the Lions. And uh, Tampa Bay, what say you? Yeah, I'm I, I'm 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 on in the over as well. Um, so the exact the exact screen uh, the exact set, uh, play, play the way game played out the first time around was was what you discussed here. So Jared Goff threw for the most yards he threw for all year against Tampa Bay in that game. Uh, in Tampa Bay, he threw for 353 yards and two touchdowns. He threw the ball 44 times. Uh, I think it's going to happen again. I, I know that's the way it played out the last time, but I think that's exactly what will happen again. Uh, as you mentioned, Mayfield is playing well, and if there's any place where there's a bit of an Achilles heel uh, for the Detroit Lions, it's in the back end. Uh, Mike Evans dropped two sweetheart touchdowns last week. Um he can't do that this week. They'll be indoors. Uh, I, I really like the over in this game, 49 and a half. Um, and, and I am going to play a side in this game, Wiz. Uh, you know, it's moving around back and forth, um, but I'm going to take the Lions five and a half. I just think there's a lot of momentum here. Um, the, my one concern is the Lions are a little bit of a riverboat, riverboat gambling when it comes to going after these kind of fourth and longs and and that could get them into trouble. Uh, I think Dan Campbell needs to be smart about that. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to go with the Lions. I have less confidence with that, but I am going with the Lions. But I do have a lot of confidence in the over tonight. Alrighty, righty. Uh, <clears throat> are there any player props that you uh, love in this game? So I don't know what the hell was going on last week in terms of – well, I, I do know. We, we, we talked about the way the game was going to be played. Jameer Gibbs was on the field for only 35% of the plays last week. Um, I don't think that will be the case this week, but I don't think it's going to be running the ball. I think Jameer Gibbs will be very active um, in the in the passing game this this time around, Wiz. But nonetheless, it's a different game script. I'm going under David Montgomery, 56.5 yards, and I'm going under 10.5 carries for Jameer Gibbs. I think there'll be more 50-50. Uh, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised even if Gibbs outsnaps Montgomery in this particular game because of the way the game plays out. Uh, but I'm taking that. This is a wacky play, Wiz. Um there's only been one game where Mike Badgley's been kicking for the Detroit Lions where he's had over seven and a half points. The other six, he's been under. Uh, I th- I'm going to go under seven and a half points for Mike Badgley. This is a team that doesn't attempt field goals either. So I know that's kind of a wacky one, but that's what I'm playing. And I'm playing over 22 and a half yards receiving for Rashad White. 
I think he'll pick that up again. Uh, there was a streak during the season where he had about seven or eight games in a row where he was over that number. Um, it's kind of slipped below, but I'm taking that. And I'm going over. Amon Ross St. Brown had 12 catches for 125 yards the first time around. There's no reason to think that he's not going to be involved in this game in the same manner. Over seven and a half catches. I got it at 90 and a half. It's up to 91 and a half now for yards. Uh, I'm going over and both for Amon Ross St. Brown. And for me, <clears throat> I'm just going to play uh, <clears throat> one prop that I love. I'm going to go uh, <clears throat> excuse me, over Baker Mayfield, one and a half touchdown, um, passing touchdown. So, and you get, you, 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 are you weird. getting odds for that? <clears throat> no, that's trying to pick them. Okay. Um, yeah, trying to pick them. Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> over one and a half passing touchdowns. I think it's the type of game where he's going to have to throw to keep up and – I always like to play Baker Mayfield over passing touchdowns on a game where Mike Evans, right after a game that Mike Evans is kind of quiet. And uh, they've been shown even when they get down to the inside the five-yard line, they like throwing him the ball. So I'm going to go Mayfield over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. That's my view uh, in terms of player props. Okay, very good. Now let's shift to the the nightcap, which is uh, Buffalo against the Chiefs. Uh, This game has been repeated multiple times. Uh, Early in the season, the Bills won the game. Isaiah Pacheco did not play in that football game, which is is material. Um, For me, Wiz, uh, I I have a strong view. I've had a strong view since this line came out. Uh, I just think the Buffalo Bills have too many injuries, uh, despite the fact that they are playing home, uh, Kansas City showed some life in that offense last week. They figured some things out that was encouraging to see. I just think the defensive liability for the Bills with their injuries in the back end of the defense are going to make it very difficult for them. I am taking the Chiefs getting two and a half points. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they got the ball so often last week because Miami was just so out of sorts in that cold weather. Are you concerned? Would you agree that Kansas City basically has become a two-man show in the passing game between Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey at this point? Hey, that's it. That's it. There's no, nobody else. You can count on no one else in this offense. I mean, Scant, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has been uh, become a complete liability. Um, where dropping balls, not finishing plays. Uh, I don't think, did they activate Sky Moore? Because I know I don't know if they activated it for the for the game yet. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, but the rest of this group, you know, Justin Watson makes a play here or there. Noah Gray makes a play here or there. Uh, exactly what you said just now plays into my player props. It's a two man show. Uh, I think Pacheco will also be very involved in this football game. But um, I will say this was Steve Spagnola, defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. The Chiefs have become much more dependent on this defense. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. Not that either of these teams are not used to those conditions, but I just feel the experience that Steve Spagnola has going against the Bills uh, doesn't bother me too much uh, in in the fact that I, I think the Chiefs are still going to be able to pull through despite the fact that they kind of struggled at times this year offensively. All righty. Um, let's move to playing props and tell us about the ones that you uh, feel strongly about. Yeah, I'm, I'm going over five and a half Kelsey catches. I'm going over six and a half Rasheed Rice catches just exactly what you just discussed. Um, the other guy that I'm playing on both sides, Dalton Kincaid, has been 
no, especially no Gabe Davis. Uh, Kincaid's become such a big part of this offense. Over four and a half catches, over 38 and a half yards. Uh, I, I like both of those as well, Wiz. Um, I think what we saw yesterday, and I'm kind of angry at myself that I didn't bet more. I discussed the performance of Lamar Jackson in playoff games where he averaged over 90 yards rushing per contest. Uh, that 52 and a half line yesterday, I'm just kicking myself that I didn't bet it more heavily. Um You've talked a lot about Mahomes' rushing yards um, throughout the season, uh, and particularly in the playoffs where he just takes off. Uh, I'm betting the over on both of these quarterbacks to rush over 42.5 for Josh Allen and over 27.5 for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, for me, there's one that I just love. Um, I'm going to play over Patrick Mahomes' 36.5 passing attempts. I mean... The last five times they've played, which have included playoff games, the least amount of passing attempts he's had is 38. He's averaged, I think, over 40. Um, So I just think that short passing game is where they're at, Kansas City, um, throwing the ball all over to Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. Some other guys mixed in there. I think Pacheco will be involved in the passing game a little bit today. But I just want to play – you know, at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes, like like Lamar Jackson, really just wants to have the ball to run in these playoff games. I think Patrick Mahomes doesn't mess around and wants to throw the ball. We'll see if he can get contributions from the others. But I'm just playing over 36 and a half. This over on passing attempts just wins every single time these teams play. So for me, it's one play that I love. Pat Mahomes over 36 and a half. Yeah, and hope, um, hopefully uh, that that works out as well, uh, because uh, like I said, and you said, you mentioned uh, about the fact that this team has become kind of two-dimensional when it comes to the passing game, so those two players, uh, Rashi Rice and Travis Kelsey, uh, are expected to be very busy if, if Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball over 36 and a half times in this particular game. Yeah, I believe he uh, will, and uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Uh you know, this game, I just think, means so much to Buffalo. Uh, not, you know, that's not an important game to Kansas City, but Kansas City's won <clears throat> these type of games now normally every single time they've been at home. But, man, this you just feel like this the world, the weight of the world is on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills today to see if they could get over that hump, finally beat Kansas City, in a playoff game and then move on to the AFC championship uh, where, you know, you just, you just get the impression like kind of the window is kind of closing on Buffalo, like a four or five year window of, 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 of great offensive players. And we'll see if they can get over the hump. This is going to be uh this is going to be a terrific game to watch. I think today. Yeah, no, I think you make a valid point. Um, I mean, the bills are, currently on a six-game win streak, right? I mean, that's they've, they've basically had to win these games to finish out the season, which they did, put themselves in this position to have a home playoff game. So kudos to them for doing that. Uh, I would tell you this, Wiz, if, if the Bills didn't have these injuries um, in the back end, there's no question I would agree, and I'd, I would bet the opposite of what I'm, <laughs> what I'm betting this week. I just, I'm, I'm very concerned going against the Super Bowl champions um, and dealing with that sort of situation that, 
you know, there is going to be, I mean, they have pulled guys off the street. Um, you know, this is both in the linebacker crew and in the secondary. So if it wasn't for those injuries, I, I would, I would, I would 100% agree that this is such a humongous game. It still is a humongous game for the Bills um, and one that they need to get through uh, to finally move on past Kansas City. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll uh, see how it all plays out, and we'll uh, discuss, uh, you know, during the week uh, about the uh, championship weekend. So uh, there's a one, there's two more spots left to fill, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 see how it plays out. All right, fantastic. So Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Make sure you are listening. Uh, hopefully, you've had a fun ride with us this season. It's been enjoyable, but we're not done yet. So. Wiz, enjoy the games today, and we will speak to you next week. You got it.